Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the book of Exodus. In the third month after the departure from the land of Egypt, on its first day, the children of Israel came to the desert of Sinai. After the journey from Rephidim to the desert of Sinai, they pitched camp. While Israel was encamped here in front of the mountain, the Lord told Moses, I am coming to you in a dense cloud, so when the people hear me speaking with you, they may always have faith in you also. When Moses then had reported to the Lord the response of the people, the Lord added, Go to the people and have them sanctify themselves today and tomorrow. Make them wash their garments and be ready for the third day. For on the third day the Lord will come down Mount Sinai before the eyes of all the people. On the morning of the third day there were peals of thunder and lightning and a heavy cloud over the mountain and a very loud trumpet blast so that all the people in the camp trembled. But Moses led the people out of the camp to meet God, and they stationed themselves at the foot of the mountain. Mount Sinai was all wrapped in smoke, for the Lord came down upon it in fire. The smoke rose from it as though from a furnace, and the whole mountain trembled violently. The trumpet blast grew louder and louder while Moses was speaking and God answering him with thunder. When the Lord came down to the mount, top of Mount Sinai, he summoned Moses to the top of the mountain. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. The disciples approached Jesus and said, Why do you speak to the crowd in parables? He said to them in reply, Because knowledge of the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven has been granted to you, but to them it has not been granted. To anyone who has, more will be given, and he will grow rich. From anyone who has not, even what he has will be taken away. This is why I speak to them in parables, because they look, but do not see and hear, but do not listen or understand. Isaiah's prophecy is fulfilled in them, which says, You shall indeed hear, but not understand. You shall indeed look, but never see. Gross is the heart of this people. They will hardly hear with their ears. They have closed their eyes, lest they see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their hearts, and be converted, and I heal them. But blessed are your eyes, because they see, and your ears, because they hear. Amen, I say to you, many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see, but did not see it, and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. The Gospel of the Lord. I am coming to you in a dense cloud, so when the people hear me speaking with you, they may always have faith in you also. If you ever wonder why incense is burned at Holy Mass, well, you may want to look a bit closer at today's passage featuring Mount Sinai wrapped in smoke as rising from a furnace. In their third month in the desert, the Hebrews participated in a prefigurement, a, a pre-shadow of the holy sacrifice of Mass. On Sinai, Moses mediated with the Lord, and the people responded. Well, we see this at Holy Mass. The priest, standing in the person of Christ, the new Moses, converses with God the Father, and at certain points of Mass, the people respond. 
God told Moses to have the people sanctify themselves for three days. They were to wash their garments and be ready for the third day when the Lord would come down before the eyes of all the people. To sanctify means to make holy. It means to set oneself apart for a sacred purpose. What do you suppose the two-day sanctification entailed? It entailed fasting and abstaining from the marital act. Can you see how this foreshadows Holy Mass? Following the lead of Christ and the apostles, it has been an ancient discipline for Catholic priests to forego marital relations. This enables them to have an undivided heart, as St. Paul preached, so that they can give themselves over completely to their bride, the church. All the Catholic faithful fast before receiving Holy Communion. For centuries, one did not take any food or water after midnight if he wished to communicate at Mass the next morning. That was shortened to three hours in the 1950s and shortened further to just one hour in the 1960s, though abstaining from food for one hour is not really a fast, is it? It's just not eating for an hour. The ancient Hebrews were to wash their garments before meeting the Lord. Here is a prefigurement of the sacrament of confession. One's soul must be washed clean if he wishes to fully participate in the sacred mysteries. The soul must be properly disposed to receive Holy Communion, which the Catholic Church for 2,000 years has taught as the real and substantial body and blood of Jesus Christ. To eat it unprepared, St. Paul taught, is to eat one's own condemnation. Isn't all this interesting? People like to argue the church made all this liturgy stuff up, say, in the Middle Ages. But all they have to do is read Exodus. When they do, they will find these things were not made up by medieval bishops. They are commands from God. On the morning of the third day, there were peals of thunder and lightning and a heavy cloud over the mountain, and a very loud trumpet blast, so that all the people in the camp trembled. Can you see Holy Mass in that verse? Modern people have been taught that Mass should be warm and welcoming and not something that should make people tremble. But if God's majesty made the chosen people tremble out in the desert, why shouldn't we, the new chosen people, tremble before God's majesty? Why should we have no fear of the Lord? Moses led the people out of the camp to meet God and they stationed themselves at the foot of the mountain. Moses, the priest, went up the mountain, the sanctuary, as God's people watched and listened from down below. This, of course, was our model of worship for over 3,000 years, which sadly in modern times has been turned into more of a warm and welcoming supper party. But it is the perfect sacrifice, not the supper party, that saves us. At Mass, in a timeless mystery, God the Father summons Christ, the new Moses, to the top of the mountain of Calvary, where he dies, sacrificed for our sins. Let us then wash our garments and get ready for that third day when the risen Lord comes down the mountain to meet us. He meets us at the altar rail to give us his risen, glorified flesh in Holy Communion. We should tremble. So great a mystery.